All right, get up with you and with a cast of thousands today. You see the crew that is here. Adam Schefter is ready to go. Teddy Bruschi is with us today. We've heard from Rex Ryan. We've heard from Rob Ninkovich. And there will be plenty more as we come to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Chase, a day of enormous news. Within the last half hour or so, in an emotional video, Tom Brady announcing he is retiring from professional football for good. I'm not going to waste your time running through a litany of numbers. You don't need to hear them from me. You are already well aware he is the most decorated player in the history of professional football and on the short list of the greatest players in the history of North American sports. Here was that video that he posted himself this morning saying goodbye. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. That's amazing. I don't know Tom Brady at all. I've met him a few times, interviewed him a few times, and yet I am choked up watching that for some reason. It's an emotional Tom Brady, and for anyone who was wondering, well, he came back last time, this obviously feels different in every way. So from one Michigan man to another, here's Adam Schefter. Uh, Shefty, what can you fill in here? Tom Brady announcing he's retiring. Well, I think that was a classy send-off. That was an incredible message from Tom Brady himself, and it comes, Greeny, on February 1st, 2023, exactly one year to the date that he announced his retirement on February 1st, 2022, one day before Groundhog Day, and we have a version of Groundhog mm. Day, except this time it is actually for real. Tom Brady does plan to stay retired and be retired, and yes, I'm sure there are going to be urges to come play this game in the spring when OTAs are starting or when training camp is getting underway. But the truth of the matter is he's at a different stage in his life. He's going to be 46 years old next season. He's played for 23 seasons. So he's been a part of the NFL for half his life. And he's now a single dad who is focused on being there for his children at a focal point in their lives. They're on the East Coast. So as much as everybody could say, boy, Tom Brady should go back to San Francisco and replace Brock Purdy. Tom Brady should go to Las Vegas and rejoin Josh McDaniels. As much as those scenarios from a football sense make sense, they do not make sense in the life that Tom Brady needs to, wants to, and has to live as a single father. And so all these factors together, I think, contribute to the fact that he announces his decision this morning, walks away from the game. He'll have to find something else to do to fuel that fire of his, which is always burning. Maybe it is as a broadcaster. He's got a deal waiting to go with Fox. Maybe it's as the greatest nutritionist and mental well-being person in the history of the world. Tom Brady's going to have to pour himself into something else. But he knows now that it's not going to be football. He told the Buccaneers this morning about his decision. 
He wanted to control the message this time. He wanted to control the narrative. He's done just that with that classy send-off. And we now can say goodbye to the greatest quarterback and the greatest player we've ever seen and begin to get his bus ready for the class of 2028, where he'll join J.J. Watt, amongst others, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. I've said all morning long, Shefty, that I don't want to run through a bunch of statistics today because with Brady, you don't need them. But there is one that I am fascinated by. Um, Are you aware there's only one player ever to have both caught a touchdown from and intercepted Tom Brady? Adam Schefter, do you know who that is? Yeah, I do, Greeny. (laughs) Who was it? You know. <laughs> yes, I do know. But it's funnier did when Hembo you say you, it. Did Hembo give you that question? <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier when you say it. Tell everyone who it is. Well, it, it is probably my greatest athletic accomplishment in life. Thank you, Greeny. <laughs> Flag football on a beach one time. Adam Schefter yeah. caught a touchdown from Brady and intercepted Brady. Even Teddy Bruschi didn't do that. <laughs> so, so, Teddy, again, it, it, it's an extraordinary stroke of good fortune for us. You were scheduled to be with us today for the first time in so long as we get this news. There's an enormous audience that's just joining us now here at the top of a new hour. So if you would, as, as you are now letting this sink in, just what are the first thoughts in your mind as you your longtime teammate and close, close friend announces that he's retiring. Well, w- watching the video, I, I, I got emotional myself because I just know how hard that was for him to do. Um, Tom Brady was, is basically saying, I choose not to compete anymore. And <laughs> for, that, for that sort of statement to, 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 to say that, you know, I'm done, I'm retiring, is, is hard for, that, for, for, for Tom to say because of the addiction that was the competition, um, the addiction that was the winning of the of the of the Lombardi Trophy and, and winning multiple championships and over and over again doing what he could do to win championships. So I know what a hard uh, message that is for him to give. I think as a former teammate, I feel like compelled to say, "No, Tom, thank you, thank you for being the best teammate I ever had. Thank you for being a." Uh, a friend to me, even after I retired, decades after, asking me about my family and being the type of friend that you were for so many years for me and continue to be. So thank you, buddy. I love you. And I know this was a hard day for you, but um, welcome to retired life. <laughs> so I guess that's something, that's something I want to say there. But uh, I guess, I guess um, Tom Brady, what he just achieved was something that we weren't able to achieve in 2007, and that's perfection. Because his career was absolutely perfect in my eyes. Because he came in as a low-round draft pick, 199th. No one knew about him on the team. And all he did was work for everything that he, that he earned and ended up achieving. Um, he wasn't the betrothed one. He wasn't the number one overall pick that everybody looked to and that you're the man. Go do it. You're the leader. No, he had to start at the bottom and work his way up. And he did. And he started out and he became a Super Bowl MVP. Early, he deferred leadership to other leaders on the team while he learned. He had a comeback from an, from an ACL injury, a knee injury. He had to do that. I mean, he switched teams and proved that, yes, I'm with Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick is great, but I know how to win championships in my own way. And he did that also. He was second in the MVP voting last year, and he was 44-45. And I mm. keep getting his words in my ears all the time. Teddy B, I told you, 
45, man. I told you I was going to, I was 45, but Tom Brady would say, Tom would say, 40 and 5 is what he would say. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room, I can see him. All of you out there, all you analysts that were my former teammate, I told you, 40 and 5. And that's what he would say. Yeah. And so, Tommy, congratulations. I love you, man. You're going to be missed. You know, it, it's funny. Chris Canty, you played against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and you yeah. were in a commercial here telling us a, a fascinating story. Yeah, so the first time I played against Brady, I was actually with the Dallas Cowboys, and it was in 2007 during the Patriots' undefeated season. Week six, we had the Patriots rolling in the Texas Stadium, and on this particular play, Wade Phillips dials up a zero blitz. For those that don't know what a zero blitz is, it's when the defense is bringing more than the offense can block. And the offensive line usually full turns to protection, leaves the edge guy unblocked, the quarterback throws hot, but not in this situation, Greeny. I'm playing defensive tackle. Logan Mankins blocks down. Matt Light, their left tackle, blocks out. And I got a free run at Tom Brady. And my eyes are huge because I have a chance to lay a hit on what a lot of people think is the best quarterback in the NFL. And this was a time where knocking quarterbacks out was celebrated by teammates. And as a guy on a rookie contract, I can tell you, I wanted to get some clout in that locker room by being the guy that knocked Tom Brady out. I hit Tom Brady harder than I've ever hit any other human being on a football field or not in my life. <laughs> and I was, I was walking back to the huddle. I was telling my teammate, Jay Ratliff, I got him, dog. I got him. He's out of the game. I got him. Jay Ratliff taps me on my shoulder and says, look back. Tom Brady shakes his head, Matt Light reaches down, picks him up, and Brady goes on to play the next play. Mm. It was in that moment that Tom Brady mm. had my ultimate respect, mm. not just as a really good quarterback, but as a football player. This guy ain't just mentally tough, he's physically tough. You played against him too, right, Nick, many yeah. times? No, I played against him a bunch of times. I had some success against him, which was nice, but he also <laughs> threw a game-winning touchdown on me. That's <laughs> son of a... But anyway, that was a, a tough situation. It was also a zero blitz, and I decided that I was going to go press Randy Moss because I was going to be the hero, of the, hero of the game. I know, and the, actually the coverage turned out pretty good because I assume Randy Moss, you press Randy Moss, you know what he's going to do is run a fade. So, yeah, I covered the fade. Um, Ed Reed gets in on the blitz and hits Tom Brady's arm. And so the fade comes short. Randy Moss comes underneath and takes it again on that um, unbeaten season. That was another game that they won there. Last play of the game, Randy undercuts behind me. He catches it, scores a touchdown. And Tom Brady tried to console me after the game. I didn't want to hear it. You know, those are two stories about the unbeaten season. Teddy, I I'd love you to tell a story here for our audience yeah. that you told me once before. Yeah. Because we see a lot of teams, when they are unbeaten late into a year, and the coaches decide to take guys out, rest, don't go for it. And you told me a story once on the air about how you and Tom and some of the other leaders, what you said to Bill Belichick going into the last game of that season and how important it was to you guys to go for that perfect year. Yeah, it was, um, we, were playing, we were playing the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, we, it, was, it was a close game, and Bill had said something to us to us in the in the in the in the after in the locker room about uh, you know that was a tough game it was it was some, it was a game we were supposed to win and guys you know let's just you know move on to the next one and you know a lot of us leaders didn't didn't like the way that uh, Bill had gone about that in terms of saying that we were supposed to win uh, it was it wasn't it wasn't on message so 
It's where we, we actually, it was one of the times you check Bill Belichick, you pull him off the bus and you tell him, wait a second, you know, this is something we actually want to achieve and we want to go undefeated, so fix your message because we know what we're about to do. Um, you know, Tom was, was leading that charge about, you know, we're in captain's meetings talking about don't rest us, don't pull us out. This is something that we want to achieve, undefeated record, perfection. It was something that was to the addiction that was Tom Brady. The sort of, the, the next championship is the one that he'll always relish. So that was something that we came up short on and it was something that we didn't achieve. But absolutely, that was something where I was always on the minds of Tom, especially in terms of why can't you win every single game that you play? Diana, you have been working, I can see you feverishly here, texting with people. What sorts of things are yeah, you hearing around the league? You know, I had a player say to me um, just over text real quick, just that Tom Brady developed this culture of obsession that he established that now everyone tries to replicate, right? Everyone tries to be just like him, whether it's nutrition, fitness, the way he takes care of his body, but, but the mental side of it, the focus. You, you, all these young guys, these young quarterbacks, all just try to emulate what Tom Brady mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about culture setting, and, and Teddy t always shares great Patriot stories about how they did it. Whenever you talk to coaches and GMs about what they're looking for in a locker room, it always just sounds like what Teddy described. Mm. To have Tom Brady and his teammates tell Bill Belichick what they want to do, that they want to play more, put their bodies out there on the field to take on more, to, to achieve, that is, that's the dream scenario. That, that's the championship way. And, and we will always compare now, moving forward, to what Tom Brady did and how he did it when we try to discuss and establish greatness. Shefty, jump in here. I'm told you have what, – what other blanks can we fill in here well, that we're missing? Yeah, listen, I hear Diana talking about that, and I hear Teddy talking about the way that Tom integrated everybody and made everybody feel part of the team. And I think that's what made it so hard for him to have to come back to play this upcoming season if that's what he had decided to do. Because if he was going to move on, Really, there aren't that many logical landing spots, Las Vegas, San Francisco. And that would require, essentially, living across the country, immersing himself in that world, being the type of player in person that Diana and Teddy are describing, so that you have to be there and totally involved in that culture, getting used to your new teammates, getting them up to speed. And when you have your life, your family, back on the East Coast, it's hard to have a job on the West Coast, which is why I think it was as difficult as it is easy for him to announce it now to say, I'm done playing football because he knows he has other priorities in his life. And I think back to that final game that he wound up playing, which was on ABC, ESPN, the Monday night playoff loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Afterwards, we were going back to our hotel and Tom's parents always stay at the same hotel. And oddly enough, when we were down there for a Monday night game in New Orleans, I was back there with Larry Fitzgerald, and we saw Mr. and Mrs. Brady in the lobby going up to the elevator. We talked to them then, and then again, after the wild card loss, we were going up to our rooms and on the elevator again with Mr. and Mrs. Brady. And the first thing that Mr. Brady said that night, he said, if that's the way it ends, what a ride. And I could almost see himself pulling himself back and saying, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but he was so <laughs> proud of Tom for doing everything that he had done. But if you had listened and could see and read between the lines that night, it certainly sounded like he thought 
that there was a real possibility, if he didn't already know, that his son had played his final game in the National Football League. Go ahead, Teddy. I remember once Tom telling me that, uh, hey, Brew, when you retire, it's going to be tough, man, how you make that transition. No, Tom, it's going to be tough for you (laughs) to make that transition because Diana brought up the word obsession. And, yeah, we – We wanted the perfect season. It wasn't achievable. We wanted championship after championship. It wasn't achievable. The obsession was a different level with this man. Okay. It was just a different level. And the the one story I I told last hour, but this is the story I'll tell you here. The one Mm -hmm. story that I tell you, the best about Tom Brady in terms of obsession is that when we were at the Pro Bowl together after we had won our, our third championship, we had just gone back to back. Okay, and then we are in the Pro Bowl locker room. It's back when you played in the Pro Bowl and every team is introduced. Okay, every team in terms of the record and the the placing you had in in the in the league. So championship team weekend uh, uh, teams get announced. And the last one to be announced is the Super Bowl winning team. That was us. It was myself, Larry Izzo, Richard Seymour. I think Adam Vinatieri was there. And Tom said to us after winning back to back titles, no one has ever won three in a row. <laughs> and, and, and we look at him, and I still had confetti on the bottom of my cleats from the celebration in Jacksonville. And we're telling him to relax, man. Let's just go play this Pro Bowl, and then we can talk about it. But that's the obsession, Diana. That's the true obsession that Tom Brady had with this game and winning championship after championship. We as teammates and players still couldn't grasp it, but his was just on another level. Another interesting angle in all of this, I mean, Tom Brady's career spans so much time and so many iterations of the sport, both on and off the field. And, Dominique, you were the president of the Players Association at the time of the last NFL work stoppage. And one of the things that many people may not remember is that Tom Brady, as the biggest star in the sport, put his name. Was it actually a lawsuit? Yeah, yeah it was a, a lawsuit, an antitrust lawsuit after we decertified. And um, we talk about all the respect that we have for Tom Brady for the things he's done on the field. That was kind of when my respect for him took another leap because he, Manning and Breeze, put their name on that lawsuit. And the reason why I was really impressed with Tom is because there was a different experience for quarterbacks in this league. And Mm -hmm. everyone who knows this, when you're in a fight with the union, the players galvanize and sometimes the quarterbacks separate themselves because they feel like they're more a part of management. Having Manning and Breeze on it was important, but it was different for them. Manning had already been kind of pushed out by the Colts. Breeze had already been pushed out by um, the Chargers. They kind of understood, you're just one of us. Um, uh, Brady was in a situation where he was still having success with this team. He was still very close with ownership, and he still could be under the illusion that you're a little different than the rest of us. So him willing to put him, his name on that lawsuit and him willing to see that no matter how much success he, may, he had and now, no matter how far his career went, he was still one of us. And I wasn't his teammate, but it feels to me that that's what people like Brewski are explaining, mm. is understanding that no matter how much success he had, he understood that he wasn't any better or any worse than any of us, and he was willing to put his credibility on the line. And it changes the way you send a lawsuit and you're like, hey, Dominique Foxworth is suing the NFL. It's a little different when Tom Brady's like, the greatest you have, he's like, no. And it it gave us a little bit more leverage in that situation. And that was kind of the moment for me where I was like, all right, 
I don't, I don't like yeah. you as a football player all that much, <laughs> but I respect you as a man. So, it's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's just, well, Bruce Arians, who obviously coached Tom Brady, just, just shot me a text to just try to get his reaction. He said, I'm really, really happy for him. What a career, and really, what a great dude. That's what you yeah. should be talking yeah. about, right? It so, sounds like something Bruce Arians would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I told we have a Mahomes tweet? Go ahead, throw it up if we have it. We're seeing all these things at the same time as you are. Well, that pretty much speaks for itself, right? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, goat, goat. Uh, there are three goats sitting up there and if you think about it you know Mahomes who right now feels like the person who is going to take the baton from from Tom and be the you know the best quarterback in the sport now in Tom's absence now there is some symmetry in the fact Mm -hmm. that in Mahomes first AFC championship game he played against Brady in one of the greatest games ever right I mean after the game they met up remember that image they they caught Mm -hmm. the photo of of Tom Brady talking to Patrick Mahomes and giving him advice about what he what he's going to expect over the next few seasons and and you know we'll see Mahomes will pass that baton to someone again someday it may be a very long yeah. If, if he takes Brady's example, <laughs> yeah. it'll be 18 years from now. Wow. We'll wait and see. All right, I'm going to take a very short break. We are wall-to-wall with our coverage this morning on ESPN and ESPN2 of about as big a story as we could possibly have. He is the most decorated player in the history of professional football, and today, in an emotional video, he says he's stepping away. Tom Brady retires. We'll be right back. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. 
Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Right, back again on this morning with the enormous news, Tom Brady retiring. J.J. Watt, who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer alongside him in five years, has tweeted, greatest of all time, no question, no debate. It's been an honor and a privilege. P.S. The newly retired group meets on the golf course every morning at 10 a.m. Drinks are on the new guy, so bring your wallet. <laughs> I like that. Love it. Who else do I have? I got Ryan Jensen, who is his center in Tampa. Thanks for pushing me every day this season mentally and physically to get back on the field. I was glad to be able to take the field with you one last time. Enjoy retirement. Don't dog me too much in the booth. Love you, man. Uh, Tom Brady has a $375 million deal waiting for him at Fox. So I don't think we need to worry about him too much. But it is an enormous day. A lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, a lot of memories. And we'll continue to share them wall-to-wall all morning long. Tom Brady steps away. We'll be right back. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts good news ad free listening is available on amazon music included with your prime membership amazon music offers the most ad free top podcasts enjoy shows like first take part of the interruption and the low post available ad free and uninterrupted to start listening download the amazon music app or go to amazon.com slash espn pods that's amazon.com slash espn pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. In 1920, halfback Fritz Pollard led the Akron Pros to a championship in the newly formed National Football League. The next season, he accepted the role of player-coach, becoming the first black head coach in NFL history. Today, his impact is felt through the Fritz Pollard Alliance, an organization advocating for diversity in coaching and front office positions. All right, we are back on Get Up with the enormous breaking news this morning. Again, Tom Brady in an emotional video has announced that he is retiring for good from pro football. There's not a lot of need for me to run through a litany of numbers for you today. You already know he is the most decorated player in the history of his sport and on a very short list of the greatest players in the history of any North American sport. For those of you just joining us, here's how Brady made the announcement this morning. 
Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. All right, so an emotional announcement from him. Jeff, I'll come to you in a second, but if we can add a little color to this, Diana was just showing me the actual Instagram post upon which he mentioned that. I've not had a chance to see it, of course, because we've been live yeah. since this yeah, it's happened. Beautiful. And there are how many pictures on it? I mean, so he posted on, on his Instagram actual post on his feed, the video along with pictures of his family, but on his actual story, I mean, he must have about 50 different photos of the people he loves, his teammates, all his greatest memories, and the people that are most most important to him. I mean, it's endless amounts of. And I saw there. a lot of pictures of his kids. Just as you were so many pictures it. of his kids. It's it's quite clear the love he has for them. All right, and, and so let me go then to Jeff Darlington again, our reporter who has been close to Brady and close to people around him for some time. What what things are you hearing this morning, Jeff? Well, first of all, Greeny, this was not necessarily a decision that he made uh, at the time of the filming of that video, but ultimately one that he has been comp contemplating since. The season's end. He informed the Bucks at 6 a.m. today, two hours later, posted that video. Uh, something I want to make uh, pretty clear, though, is that it was about either going back to the Bucks or retiring. He was not planning to consider going to any other teams. Uh, talking to people around him, the way that I would kind of explain his current state is probably pretty simple, and that is exhausted. Uh, at 45 years old, he is exhausted by... Um, a long and storied football career, but he is also exhausted by the last six months of his life. Um, he is still going through those motions. Let's not forget that it was during a football season, a time in which he is ultimately so focused on the game that he also endured the heartbreak of a divorce. So now he wants to recharge, he wants to rebuild, and he wants to kind of move on with his life. So I think that from the standpoint of both the long term and the short term, Brady absolutely recognizes that he is done. As one person put it, done, done. Mm. And, and again, his done is very different from done for most other people. He has a contract worth almost $400 million waiting for him to go broadcast games on Fox. So he steps right into another career that is far less time consuming, one, yeah. one in which he will be able to spend time. Jeff, outstanding work as always. And, and if there's anything more that you find, obviously come right back. Let me get some of my players in here that we haven't heard from in a while. Dominique, as you've just listened to all of this again, you played against him, yeah. you know the experiences, you hear this, his experience so different from most people. The game tells you when you're done. For 99% of the players, today he tells the game he's walking the most, away. The most impressive thing that I've heard so far from his teammates, and I think it's in large part um, we think about him being drafted in the sixth round as it was a mistake. How could we all miss this quarterback? No, but I feel like it's kind of part of what made this quarterback, and it's not only the chip on his shoulder and the fire that he had inside, but you hear Brewski talk about the relationships. And let me tell you, if I won seven, if I won one Super Bowl, uh, not even at quarterback, y'all wouldn't be able to tell me 
anything. <laughs> I, I, I would turn into a whole different person. But the idea that Tom Brady, throughout the course of this, has like solidified himself. He's had multiple Hall of Fame careers in one. Solidified himself as the greatest of all times, many times over, and still had the, the uh, I guess, humility and the understanding to always remember. And this goes back to the union story I was telling earlier. It's like he always remembered that he's not better. He's, maybe he's a better football player, but he yeah. always recognized that the people around him yeah. were just as important to his success as he was, and he never really viewed himself. No matter how big he got, how big his social media following got, how many endorsements he got, how impressive he was, how many MVPs or Super Bowls, it seems like the people around mm-hmm. him always felt that he cared about them, and he viewed himself. No matter how we viewed him, he viewed himself as one of the dudes. As a football player. I mean, that's right. the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. He became something so much different and so much apart from that and so much greater than that. He's a major celebrity. There is a movie called 80 for Brady that is coming <laughs> yeah. out right now be able to tell about like Dean Fonda and Lily Tomlin being in love with Tom Brady. I mean, he, there are very, very few players in the history of any sport that yeah. achieve that level of fame. He was married to the most famous model in the world for a long time, but at his core, he remained a football player, right. and I think that's what we appreciate, and a tough one. Could you quickly just tell that story? You, we have a whole new audience yeah. here about the time that, that, uh, that yeah, you played against Yeah, the first time I played against Tom Brady, it was 2007. The Patriots were rolling into Texas Stadium. I was a Dallas Cowboy. We were undefeated, and in this particular play, our coordinator, Wade Phillips, dials up a zero blitz. Now, zero blitz means the defense is bringing more rushers than the offense can block. What usually happens is the line full turns to protection, leave the end man on the line of scrimmage hot for the quarterback. But on this particular play, the guard, Logan Mankins, blocks down. The left tackle, Matt Light, blocks out. And I got a free run at Tom Brady. And I'm full steam ahead. Now, this is a time where there ain't no quarterback <laughs> protections. This is a time where it's celebrated if you knock the quarterback out. And as a guy on a rookie contract, I wanted that clout in the <laughs> locker room. And so in this situation, I hit Tom Brady as hard as I've ever hit another human being on or off the football field. <laughs> and I went back to the defensive huddle, and I'm talking to my guy, Jay Ratliff, and I said, Jay, I got him. I got him. I'm going to get the clout. I got him. Tom Brady's not getting up. I knocked him out. This game's going to get a whole lot easier. Ratliff tapped me on my shoulder, pointed back to where Tom Brady was, and I saw him shake his head. Matt Light put his hand down to pick Brady up. He dusted himself off, and he kept playing. And it was in that moment that Tom Brady had my utmost respect, not just as a quarterback, but as a football player. Yeah, and Ted- that speaks to the sports character of Tom Brady. Teddy, his longtime teammate, a tough guy, right? I mean, for all the other things – and an incredibly tough guy. Yeah, and there were so many phases of his career. I mean, we all can remember, you have to go back to when he tore his knee up. It was ACL, MCL. This man's also had a comeback. So out of the course of 20 years, of course, you're going to have a lot of ups and downs. But, you know, to see him come through the, through the comeback, through the knee injury, and then, you know, win an MVP past that, it's talking about the, the uh, toughness that CeCe's talking about. I just can't get his voice out of my head. You know, he was always one where even we as defensive players would talk trash to him during practice. And whenever he got the better of us, man, he would just let us know. And <laughs> when, when a good faction of us ended up, you know, getting old in the game, telling us you got to move on and we'd still have conversations with Tom. And it's like, how long are you going to go, man? And 45, 45. 
45. And we'd laugh and we'd joke with him because he was like 38 or 39 or anything like that. Dude, you're never going to make it till you're 45. And just like if he threw a touchdown on us in the red area in practice, I can hear his voice in my ear right now. Teddy B, I told you, 45. <laughs> 40 FN5 is the way he would say it right there. And he's telling, and um, I sh we should have known that it was coming. Like everyone that he talked about, talked to this two so, so, so endlessly about, I'm going to play till I'm 45. You should have known it was coming, but here he is once again. Boom, he did it. He was second in the MVP voting last year. I mean, led the league in completions, I think, this year. It, it was the plan all along. And I tell you, watching that video was tough because to hear him say that for good. Those two words for good is something that I just never thought it was something I would see him say. He threw 66 passes in his last game, that game mm. on a Monday night <laughs> against Dallas and, and the playoffs. Uh, and, and so it ends. I mean, it is, it is truly, and this is sometimes an overused expression, it is truly the end of an era. It links all the way back to the early 2000s. Think about where the game was then. Think about who the stars yep. were then. And Tom Brady is the threat of connectivity. And today it comes to an end. Tom Brady into retirement. And our conversation will continue and then first take will take over. It's a very special day for them this morning. They will have so much more on the retirement of Tom Brady, and they're going to do it. With Chris Russo and Mike Francesa, a special reunion of Mike and the Mad Dog live on ESPN and ESPN2, top of the hour. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, again, the breaking news this morning as we wrap up our show, Tom Brady announcing his retirement, and there's one of the many photos hey. that he posted today, <laughs> uh, a celebration on the field. Teddy, I've got 20 seconds left today. They're all yours. What are your thoughts? He's thanking everybody that was a part of his success. I think we should be thanking him. And uh, just a thank you to my friend, my good friend Tom Brady on just setting the standard for what it should be in a locker room, as a person, as an individual. I love you, buddy. Congratulations. Well said. Uh, from all of us, Tom, it was a privilege to document the things you did that no one had ever done before and are very unlikely to do again. First day starts now. <laughs> 